0: What do you do when your poll numbers are plummeting lower than they ever had before, and your own parties talking about replacing you on the top of the ticket? Well, you start a war, of course. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. saves the Republic, and uh, thank you so much for joining me. Yesterday, it, it, it happened. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. We knew that this whole Ukraine war thing was go- was. This is the COVID nineteen folks of 2024. Uh, you know, the pandemic worked in 2020 for Joe Biden and the Democrats, so now they're going to figure out something else. And since they don't think people are going to fall. For another, for another COVID scare, they're uh, they're going to just start a war with Russia and probably China. Probably just the whole gosh darn world is going to get involved in this. And that is, um, that's what they were planning all along. Uh, yesterday, I was I was doing Newsmax with my good buddy Carl Higby from Frontline. He had on K Smythe, who's amazing, and uh, the three of we had a really great time. We were talking all about we were talking all about CNN and how they're going to bat for Christopher Ray, and they're trying to tell us now that Republicans have imagined, we just made up this whole idea that the FBI has been weaponized against us and has been attacking parents at PTA meetings and in Catholic church. That was all just a, it was like a mass hallucination, according to CNN, that the Republican version of the FBI doesn't actually exist. Uh, then we talked about, there was another great story about the UN using a a an Arab billionaire who made his fortune off of oil, um, to head up the new green initiative to reduce carbon emissions. (laughs) And so, uh, so now we've got rich oil barons telling us we're burning too much oil. That was really weird. And then there was this thing from Finland with the hobby horses. I'm sure you've seen this by now on Instagram or Twitter. If you haven't go to my Twitter and watch the, uh, the frontline segment from yesterday, it's Mark K show on Twitter, because it was really, I have to tell you in Finland, there are these girls and they do these, uh, you got a hobby horse competitions and a hobby horse or a, whatever you call it is like a it's not a real horse you know you have the equestrian events there's all these uh, you know uh, rich people that buy horses and they go around and they they wear the little caps and they have their little riding crops and their big boots and they do equestrian events and they jump over things and they they dance around with their ponies and their braided hair now in finland they don't do that or they may but they also have a, a scaled down version. They have the hobby horse version, which is a, a long broomstick with a, a stuffed animal horse head on it. And the girls pretend like they're riding this thing and they do the various different events. They're jumping over hurdles and, and what it's really kind of it was really kind of bizarro, but also really funny. And um, and you can like I said, you can watch that whole thing again on uh, on my Twitter at Mark K show. So anyway, after that was done, boom, I got the breaking news. Joe Biden calling up reserve troops and sending them to Ukraine or sending them to Europe. But eventually, let's face it, they'll probably end up uh, in Ukraine. The New York Post wrote, Biden authorizes Pentagon to deploy 3,000 reserve troops to Europe in response to Ukraine war. Uh, Now, let's keep in mind what happened. Joe Biden went to Europe. He went to Lithuania for the NATO summit. He sat down with President Vladimir Zelensky. Zelensky yelled and screamed at everybody about how this they want to be in NATO. They want to be in NATO now. They can't wait. NATO now, 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 NATO. And Joe Biden said, look, we've already sent you a lot of money. We're going to work. We're not going to do anything. We'll let you into NATO, but we can't do it now. We've got to wait. We've got to wait till the war is over. But rest assured, as soon as the war is over, we'll fast track your NATO application. Uh, application. And then if Russia ever goes to war with you again, it'll start um, It'll start World War Three. So that was what happened um, in Lithuania. Apparently, some other stuff happened in Lithuania that we weren't privy to. Because when Joe Biden came back, like almost immediately, he signed this order authorizing the Department of Defense, led by Lloyd Austin, who nobody likes and nobody trusts, uh, to to reserve to call up the Ready Reserve, three thousand total members of the United States Armed Forces, to uh, bolster something they call Operation Atlantic Resolve. In and around the United States European Command's area of responsibility. So what that means is we are sending 3,000 troops to Europe over to where our bases in Europe are, Europe being within very close proximity to Ukraine, which means we're basically sending our troops to Ukraine. The president affirmed the U.S.'s continued support for Ukraine throughout his European trip as the former Soviet state carried out a slow moving counteroffensive meant to take back Russian controlled areas and southern and eastern Ukraine. These American soldiers will end up in Ukraine at some point and potentially even Russia. Uh, On Thursday, Biden declared that Russian President Vladimir Putin has already lost the war and that it's only a matter of time until he accepts it as a fact. Um, There's no possibility of him, him winning the war in Ukraine. Biden added. So Joe Biden claims that this is uh, to aid the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian army in their last ditch effort to protect themselves from Vladimir Putin, who has already lost the war. I don't think Vladimir Putin sees it that way. And I don't think Americans see it this way either. We all know why Joe Biden is escalating this. We all know why he's sending troops to Ukraine. It's not to de escalate. You, you, know, you, don't, you don't put out a fire by throwing more gas on it. Uh, and sending 3,000 reserve troops to to Europe sends a sure sign or sends a signal to Vladimir Putin that we're ramping up our involvement in this war, and we don't care if he starts dropping nuclear weapons. We don't care if he starts you know, invading other territories. We're in it to win it, and we're in it for the long haul. And that's exactly what Vladimir Putin does, uh, or wants rather, because that weakens the United States' armed forces pretty much all over the world. China's going to be thrilled because then they can move right in To Taiwan, knowing that we're not going to start fighting a two-front war in two different, um, you know, in two different uh, theaters of conflict. But the real reason Joe Biden is sending three thousand reserve troops, as if you haven't guessed yet, let me take a swig of my coffee and then I'll tell you the answer, is because Joe Biden is losing the election. It's not because Ukraine is losing the war. It's not because Russia is losing the war. The only reason to escalate this war at this point in time is because Joe Biden is losing his election. He's losing badly. His poll numbers are the lowest they've ever been. Confidence in Joe Biden is the lowest it's ever been. Democrats don't want Joe Biden on the top of their ticket. Democrats are looking for alternatives. Cornell West is a viable third-party candidate alternative for the Democrat Party. RFK Jr., that guy is a viable third party candidate, uh, candidate on the Democrat or on the, uh, on the uh, ticket. RFK Jr. and Cornell West, between the two of them, could siphon away enough votes from Joe Biden to make Donald Trump return to office. They could siphon away enough votes from Joe Biden to see Donald Trump back in the White House. And I'm going to be honest with you I believe that RFK Jr. thinks that given the choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the White House, Donald Trump would probably be a better bet. Because when you look at what's going on with RFK Jr. and when you look at what's going on with Donald Trump, they have more things in common than they have not in common. They are both uh, against forced vaccination. They're both anti-war. They both want to blow the lid off of the CIA cover-up and involvement in the death of John F. Kennedy. They're, they both want complete and total transparency in the government. They both are sick and tired of how the Democrats have weaponized the system of government against the uh, American people. And they have both vowed to undo that. So if RFK Jr. wants to be president, he's going to run. If he loses, he would rather Donald Trump be there than Joe Biden, because Joe Biden, again, everybody knows, is one of the most corrupt criminal uh, minds to ever serve in public office as a senator, vice president, and now as president of the United States. Also, They have Coke parties in the Oval Office, apparently, (laughs) because because the Secret Service doesn't know whose Coke is it, uh, whose Coke it is. And I'd like to point out if the Secret Service doesn't know whose Coke it is, then the Secret Service also doesn't know whose Coke it isn't. Which means if they can't say for sure we know who brought the Coke in, then they can't say for sure that they don't know who brought the coke in, which means if you say Hunter brought Biden brought that coke into the White House, it's impossible to fact check that statement because the Secret of Service has not been able to d- d- find out the facts, apparently, which is really kind of bizarre. But anyway, back to the war. So Joe Biden's going to start a war because his poll numbers are so low. Nobody likes him. And his own party wants to replace him on the top of the ticket with somebody else. They want to get rid of him. They don't want him in office. They have to pretend like they're supporting him because they can't have him. They can't look like they're, you know, segmented and 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 there there's a giant crack running down the middle of the party. But there is, and that's not another Hunter Biden reference. That's just that's just you know uh, metaphorical. Um, so Joe Biden has to do something to m- trick people into keeping him in office. And one of the best things to do is to start a war because in the, I think in all of the American history, I don't think there's ever been a time when a wartime president has lost re-election. When this country's at war, when this country is battling evildoers, when there are troops across the world, when they are in harm's way, when they're dying, when they're coming home in coffins draped with American flags that you know are, are paraded down the, uh, the runway while Joe Biden looks at his watch because he's got something more important to do. Uh, when that happens, people don't typically like to see a change in leadership. They don't want to change the commander-in-chief when there's a war going on, and it dates back, uh, it dates back all the way to the Civil War. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was re-elected during the Civil War. Um, World War One, uh, Woodrow Wilson was re-elected in 1916. Uh, well, I guess that was, I guess that was right before the U.S. got into the war, but he was sworn in, I think, during the war. And it doesn't matter. He was running on, hey, the war. I think he ran on, a, actually, we're not going to enter the war, but then he won election and got into the war. Yeah, it's Woodrow Wilson. You can't trust that guy. World War II, federal uh, FDR was reelected. He was reelected in 1940. He was uh, sworn in for his third term in 1941 uh, before we had the term limits. And then he passed away. And then uh, then Truman uh, was reelected during Korea. Uh, He didn't, I'm sorry, he was reelected during the war and then served during Korea. He term limited out. Johnson was reelected. Uh, during Vietnam, and then during Iraq, George Bush, uh, George W, he was reelected as well. So whenever we're at war actively with another country, people don't like to change leadership. So Joe Biden needs a war. Now the other thing with Joe Biden is he's already unpopular, so he doesn't just need a war; he needs a big war. He needs Americans to die overseas in mass numbers and face a huge threat like. Vladimir Putin, like another Iraq war is not going to do it. You know, sending troops back to fight the Taliban, that's not going to do it. He needs like Russian Vladimir Putin, old school Cold War kind of enemy. He needs a massive European conflict. He needs that. The the, the worse off your poll numbers, the bigger the war has to be for people to can be convinced that you're the best person for the job. Now, there's a couple of differences with Joe Biden and some of these other past leaders. And one of the big ones is Joe Biden has never been good at handling conflict, he's a horrible president when it comes to military skirmishes. We saw this with Afghanistan. I mean, the way he withdrew from Afghanistan was just horrific. You think this guy can lead a war? Lloyd Austin and General Milley are two of the most inapt and incompetent uh, military leaders we've ever seen. All uh, they're more care- they they care more about wokeness and making sure that pregnant women and men have the right you know have uh, flight suits that fit. It's very it's a very bizarre focus. The focus for any military operation or any military or branch of the military should be to train, to fight and win wars. But that's not it. In a lot of these places now, they're training to make sure they do not offend each other and or enemies by calling them the right pronouns. And that is not that is not something that's effectively going to lead to any kind of military. Well, you know, victory. Uh, so Joe Biden is, is using an old school tactic To start a war, create a war, get us involved in a war that we shouldn't really be involved in, send troops someplace where they shouldn't have to go. Because keep in mind, again, Europe. There's a lot of countries in Europe, and the majority of them are in NATO: Germany, France, Poland. I mean, we've UK. None of these countries are upping their ante. None of these countries are sending three thousand reserve troops to Ukraine. We are. We're sending them halfway around the world. You have a formidable, formidable fighting force. Between the rest of the NATO countries, the rest of the NATO allies, they've already got our money. They've already got our training. They've got planes and jets and tanks and soldiers. They're there. Let them do some of the job. Let them do what needs to be done. Let them go to Ukraine and help with what it freedoms resolve or whatever that I don't even remember the name of it. It was so it was Operation Atlantic Resolve. Operation Atlantic Resolve. Well, there's two sides to the Atlantic Ocean, and we're only on one of it. Where are the other countries? Joe Biden doesn't work that way. Uh, If it were Donald Trump who was in office, and by the way, keep in mind Donald Trump had the most peaceful presidency in history, and of course did not get reelected, which means um, you know maybe he should have maybe he should have started a war (laughs) anyway. uh, Anyway, that look. This is not going to go away. This is this is something that the Democrats are quietly going to escalate. The Republicans unfortunately are going to help them because Republicans, a lot of them, like war just as much as the Democrats do. And the reason they like war just as much as the Democrats do is for the same reason. They believe that it helps them. They believe it makes them look stronger. And they believe it will keep them in office. It gives them something to go talk about. I was, I stood up to Vladimir Putin. We stood up to this aggression. Yada, 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 yada. In the meantime, they're supporting and sending money to a corrupt regime and putting American lives in danger for something that Joe Biden has already claimed we've won, which is another quizzical thing. If he claims that the war's over, if he claims that Vladimir Putin, it's just a matter of time before Vladimir Putin realizes this war is already over. Vladimir Putin has already lost this war. If that's true, then why are we sending 3,000 more troops over there? It doesn't make any sense. The only reason we're sending troops, the only reason we're trying to escalate this conflict is so that Joe Biden can try to get a boost in his poll numbers and maybe, maybe, just maybe get enough votes to uh, to win re-election in 2024. Uh, anyway, we'll cover all of that and more on the Marquet Show today, which uh, starts at noon Eastern, 11 Central. You can listen on any one of our Catria Radio Network radio stations. We also stream all over the world on many of our streaming services, Rumble and Twitch and Twitter and, and all these other all these other fantastic places and in addition to that this is cool um we also have some of our don or ron coins available that you can uh, you can purchase we'll ship them right out to you they're starting to ship today they're all in they're polished up if you order the decals as an as a uh, as an added perk we'll send those to you as well Ron or don i'm sorry don or ron is where you go don or ron coin.com is where you go uh, to grab your co self, one of the uh, the Donner Ron coins, so that you can make your very important decision as to who you want to support in 2024 for the Republican primary nomination. Other than that, have a great weekend. Don't forget to share and like this podcast. We're almost up to the top 150. Oh, I forgot to mention, I woke up this morning and, we're like I said, you guys are great. You guys have been so supportive and you've done so much great work. This podcast continues to grow, it continues to climb. And I thank you for that. I thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and we will be back Monday uh, with more information, with more entertainment, with more enlightenment, with more inspiration, so that you can wake up every single day happy and excited and energized to go out and save the republic.